You're listening to Response Team Omnicron, Late Spring, Part 1, War Councils and NHPs. Since our downtime episode, um, some time has passed in the in the world of Ersinia uh, and our show here. Uh, not too much, about another month since the last episode and what we talked about in those downtime actions. Um, with that comes a change of season uh, as we go from early spring to late spring. Uh, late spring is very much marked by the lessening of the rain clouds in the sky, the humidity starting to rise as all of that rain has now landed and is seeping back up, um, causing the air to become humid and just wet feeling. Um, with that, um, in less clouds, it is getting warmer as we get to what they would call summer being just around the corner um evergreen as we kind of focus back in on the world of Virginia and more specifically the colony that our pilots are defending evergreen looks a little bit different um not hugely so from the first time we've introduced it to this world um but the area around it that has been been deforested slowly uh, over time looks a little bit more that that process is continuing as we are uh moving forward in time here in addition, there are some more uh, defensive emplacements along the walls of Hersenia, um, as that raider threat, now in a lull of this fight that has been going on for the past few months, um, is still present, but not felt right at this very moment. As we kind of continue to dial in from Evergreen into our pilot's morning routines, it is the dawn of a new day. Olivia comes back from a run, as she usually does. Um, everybody is getting ready, uh, you know. Winston is replying to fans um, and other things that, you know, he does as part of his stream work. Um, you have conversations between uh, Balthazar, Skip, Travis, everyone as they're getting their morning routine done. Um, with that being said, the pilots, I think at a breakfast, receive a notification from patients for a war council meeting. Um, attached, it is sent to all of them, as well as multiple other ComCons they can see in kind of like the roster of individuals that will be present. That include Brava Hadura, some of Brava Hadura's militia, um, Edna, patient's attache, uh, as well as the entire response team Omnicron, both pilots and administrative. So that includes Megan and Care. Um, so they are all sent that. This war council, or really defense council, I think is a better way to to put how it's, what it's actually about, um, is taking place in the council chambers, which is in the governor's farm, that heavily defended area where uh, Flashpoint and patients' caskets currently reside. Um, as well as a bunch of the other core, you know, administrative functions. The Omni-Node Tower, I believe, is also present there, um, and a few other important buildings that would be vital to the livelihood of Evergreen as a colony are present in the Governor's Farm. Um, so they, uh, sorry, so the pilots begin making their way towards the council chambers and this defense farm. And so you all arrive at this defense council 
the, the kind of bigger building, which is the council chambers, uh, has been converted to serve as the militia's central command hub as you guys walk in with Megan and Care. Brava Hadura, the head of the militia, is already there. Um, with her, with the other officers that were listed in that chain of, you know, who's all coming type thing. Nobody is older than Brava is. Yes. Protocol question, is this like a show up in full gear situation or is this a show up and it's a more casual meeting? Like, are we supposed to be uh, in like our pilot garb armed? Like we're here to have a, like a, like a, like a, like a pre-prep before a mission type meeting or is this a, we showing up in, in, in a tunic and chill? This is... In between, uh, you show up in your. I, I believe you would. You, Megan would tell you to show up in your 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 suits, but don't bring you know weapons and full kit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a defense council to kind of you know keep up to date, to make sure everybody's on the same page as we're moving forward. Um, I haven't, I haven't done a defense council meeting before, so. Um, so yeah, so in between, um, and they all kind of agree you. There's a they've. Over the past few months, you have gained an amount of familiarity uh, with the militia um, between, you know, rough kind of helping out here and there, as well as these the downtime activities that guys have undertaken. Um, they they treat you almost kind of like members in their militia as much as the CRT team that you are. Edna and Patience uh, arrive a few minutes after you guys um, coming in from a side door that you see kind of probably leads back to uh, Patience's actual office in the governor's farm. Patience, after everybody kind of quiets down, seeing uh, Patience and Edna arrive, goes, good morning, everyone. Uh, Edna, uh, if you'd start us off on how we are doing here, and Dora, I'll hear your report after, and then I will follow up with what we're actually, what we're finally here for. Uh, at the end of that, Megan goes, I have, uh, I have one more thing from the CRT team as well, once we, we all finished, of course. So uh, Edna kind of will list off the uh, things that have been going on around the, the, the town, most of which we've already summarized in our uh, downtime actions in terms of new developments. Otherwise, uh, she will report that, you know, we are still on schedule for their 50, uh, for their 100 year plan to, to bring about a human council uh, in, in a century. Um, Hedora will, will note the victory you guys had over the um, frames helping defend the engineers um, as well as their own efforts in taking down the sniper that was on the ridge, which, you know, the officers that are with her uh, kind of seem to puff their chef chest up a little bit at that. They, they seem, you get the idea that they're very proud of, proud of getting that thorn out of Evergreen's side. After that, uh, Megan chimes in. Uh, actually, wait, nope, never mind. This can wait until after. Um, I realize it's not important. We're just for everyone here, we uh, will be getting a new member to the CRT um, as, a, as a holdover until Tyler gets back. But I can fill our CRT team in with details afterwards. Uh, important part is it is, well, we'll be back up to full strength so we can be, continue working. Not that we would not want to, but um, just came in this morning, kind of turns to all of you and just came in this morning. Didn't have time to brief you all. Happened in the middle of this, so... Patience. Well, thank you, Edna, Brava, and Megan. Um, I am happy to report that I have uh, finalized a connection with one of our meteorological satellites, uh, and with some calibration, we should be able to repurpose it to better deserve our defense, so that we have a more uh, serious set of satellite pictures. It's technically a weather set, weather satellite, 
but uh, you can capture data as it crosses, as the satellite goes around Evergreen. This is mostly because we can't do live broadcast. It will be to image, you know, broad theater intelligence is the end result. Look for bases, depots, supply lines for uh, these raiders and where they're actually sitting and hiding out here in Hercinia. Uh, I've begun to prepare the preliminary report for Clanmark Colonial Home Office. Uh, with permission, I will include uh, telemetry debriefs, associated data from CRT Omicron in this report. Kind of, Megan seems to nod her head, kind of looks to you all just to, you know, for final verification. And doesn't want to seem to, doesn't want to speak specifically to you all. And seeing you all nod in response, um, she goes, so, yeah, of course, by all means. You guys, if I remember correctly, uh, you guys did share your data on the reports, uh, the in reports on the machines that were all, all the subalterns sitting outside of one of the Omni Node towers. Uh, yeah, I believe we did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we sent all that back, and the information that I hacked out of the their communications, um, I sent that up the chain right away as well. Gotcha. Um, Strike, you had some. I was say I think we also um, delivered a screen grab of the the virus code yeah, that did. was sent out as well. Yeah, you did that to Flashpoint, and Flashpoint probably would have sent it up too. Okay. But yes, we have got the the reports and collaborating doc- documentation on the subalterns currently sitting outside of the Omino Tower. Uh, we obviously still have, you know, a couple of militia members out there monitoring situation per the, the request that you guys put in. Um, our primary threat remains, however, the Raiders, uh, as they are still out there. And Evergreen requests, obviously, that they remain your main priority, too, kind of looking over to you all over uh, at the CRT. And this finally brings us back to matters at hand. Um your efforts in pushing back the raids have not gone on unnoticed, um, but we've received disturbing reports of increased activity close to the colony border. Um, whoever these people are and whatever the goal is, they're preparing for something big. Lastly, uh, as we've received these reports from militia members, kind of gesturing to some of Brava Hadura's officers that are with, uh, with her, um, uh, patients will go, we are currently going to set the maximum security level for Evergreen um, and ask you all to be on high alert as well. Uh, we, you know, obviously we're going to try to stay local for the time being, um, both militia and hopefully CRT as well, to to be prepared in case some they do try to attack the colony itself. Outside of that, that I think brings our defense council for now to a close. Um... Do we have any questions? Bravo. Bravo. And her officers kind of look around and Bravo goes, none over here. We're all set. No, no questions here either. We are good, I believe. Understood. Marvelous. Uh, patients will kind of stand up from, I assume you guys have all been sitting around a, a nice long conference table style and goes, well, uh, let's get back to work then. Sure. You all head out of the uh, the council chambers. Uh, Megan obviously kind of looks to you all and goes, "We actually need to run by the uh, that bull you guys emptied out a couple months back. Um, we got a delivery we need to pick up." Fair enough. Understood. The drive out is uneventful. Um, you are accompanied by some militia members, uh, as well as two, uh, th- yeah, two large trucks, and you guys will see a, a ship touch down. 
um, in the landing bowl off in the distance as you guys are driving out. On the drive over, uh, Megan kind of speaks into a, and then comms over the, the sound, over the sounds of the engines running. Uh, we have a, uh, replacement from the, the test facility that, uh, Tyler, you know, went back to, um, a bit of an interesting one from what I've read on the file, but I've only been able to read so much because SSC were adapted the rest of it. And as much as I'm good at code breaking, even us don't want, they don't want us to see it. So we're take it with a grain of salt. Well, based on what we saw with Tyler, the testing core seems to be pretty skilled, so I'm sure whoever it is, they'll be an asset. I would hope so. We'll have to take what we can get at the time, I suppose, until they can give Tyler back. True. I mean, that's why they're stuck with us currently. It's very true. You all see a, a decent-sized ship uh, land off the distance. As you guys pull into the bowl itself, uh, the engine's dying down from the, uh, the spaceship. The uh, what looks to be like the cargo bay will open up. Uh, the ramp kind of dropping down off the side of the ship. Um, in it, you guys can see very clearly what looks to be um, a a mech. It is under a tarp, a set of tarps. Um, that are being kind of pulled off um, from where it has been kind of been, seems to be in storage for who knows how long. Um, as well as they are currently booting on a subaltern next to it. Um, after a moment, after a moment, the subaltern kind of comes to life. Uh, and um, I believe the subaltern would then kind of move out to kind of greet you all. And, uh, Roxy, would you please introduce your character to the rest of the party? Okay, as far as what, uh, Roxy looks like, Roxy's subaltern, uh, is sort of like a, a lanky, digigrade walking, upright robot, um, who has a, a faceplate, not really like an actual face, it's more just a smooth sort of like visor that encompasses the entirety of the face. And what you see is sort of like a circle that's sort of like uh, tracking. And when it gets closer to you guys, uh, the circle sort of splits off and then it it's like multiple circles that kind of is all sort of taking you all in at the same time before kind of coalescing back into a singular ocular um vision sort of look um and then roxy will say um hello pilots my designation is r0x1 but you may call me roxy okay hello hi Uh, greetings greetings roxy it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance it is all my pleasure i'm going to be your new teammate okay Hmm. I'll glance for a moment at Megan. Okay. Um. Megan will look between the two of you and go, I figured it best just to not fully dive into exactly who we're getting. Um, as you can tell, we are getting a NHP, a test NHP that is designed to be a, a mech pilot from SSC's test core. How fascinating. Interesting. Is that your mech? Yes, it is. Doubly fascinating. Uh, where did you transfer in from? The 
testing Sims. Same fish they took Tyler. Interesting. Well, to be fair, you might have met me before if you went to the same testing facility. Tyler, I think, got pulled from that. Megan will kind of Megan will chime in. Yes, our uh, the member that is currently you are currently swapped out for is the only member that is from the SSC testing facility. So uh, he would be your the person that would know where you are from. So the rest of us are unfortunately blissfully unaware of what exactly the uh, testing core entails. Um, I just know that they needed Tyler to come back for one of the the testing programs that he was a part of before being pulled for CRT Omicron. Well, I hope you had a safe, uneventful flight. I was turned off for most of it. And so was I, if I'm being honest. We kind of all were. My last flight was a bit more eventful than I would have liked. Well, yeah, I mean, that was the landing. It, it wasn't really a flight so much as it was um, a, a crash. Yeah. Falling with a distinct lack of style. Yeah. Well, Roxy, if there is anything you need while you're here with us, you know, let me or anybody else know. We'll try to make you as welcome as we can. No, go ahead, Balthazar. I, I look to Megan and wait for the thing to kind of clear up. No, it, it seems your timing couldn't be better. Uh, if you're going to be a mech pilot, uh, well, here we are. I'm looking forward to working with the team. Usually I am the red pilots in The Sims. I know Skip's getting a lot of sin practice in, so you might still be able to do that. Yeah, I spent pretty much all day there today. Mm. That means you had good training. You must be very good. We're getting there. You see, uh, in addition to the entire cat, uh, entire PC party, uh, both uh, Care and Megan both grimace visibly when you say that he is very good. <laughs> We're getting there. You are. You are getting there. Yes. You are improving. Uh, how do you want... This is going to sound really weird. Uh, given the other things going on with the other CompCom NHP issue, how do you want to deal with that data? Like, that's the only thing I bring up. Like, like how do you want to deal with that data? Are you saying that to Megan? Yeah. Keep it need to know. Okay. For right now. Is it cool if I check out your mech? I have no problem with that. I'm gonna walk up and like rip the tarp off so that we can all see. They've they've gotten most of them off anyway. There, it's, it's it's like multiple tarps I've been like strapped down to it because it's it's a uh, it's a size one frame, so it's decent size. Um, I uh, I call after Skip. Look with your eyes, not your hands. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna like take the mech. I just want to see what it looks like. And there's tarps, so it's okay. You can touch it. Skip has a bold anti-tarp stance, apparently, we were all unaware of. Why does everybody think I have hang-ups about stuff that I move out of the way, or lean against? Because you don't talk about very much, Skip. That's fair. You invite the imagination, is, I, I think, what uh, what Winston is trying to say. Without any details uh, filled in from you, um, uh, people are left to their own devices. That's understandable. What does the mech look like, Ven? <laughs> the mech is a uh, quadruped. It's a quadruped, and if it's a, uh, it has a custom paint job. It does. Um, so it doesn't come with its normal white color. It actually has a um, 
It's a black and gold. Ooh. Black and gold, but it is also known as the Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Nice. I had to look up what that one looks like. Yes, uh, it, it has a... I don't know how else to describe it. The the, the Pegasus, mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 quadruped that has uh, that has hands. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, the quadruped. Uh, the quadruped. It is a instead of being ten foot, roughly ten or so feet tall, uh, the way most size one mechs are. It is about almost as tall as most of you. Uh, or a little bit shorter almost, but it is a, it is on all fours. It has what looks to be three digits and a thumb on each of its feet where normally it'd be like a, like a metal foot of some kind. They are actual digits um, flexed out and pressed against the ground Um, on the arms are spikes that stick out and away from the main body, which that pattern kind of is also reflected on the back of the mech Um, in the front where a head would normally be. There is a muzzle from a cannon. Um, And on its back, uh, there is a circular uh, indentation um, with two kind of bracers on each side. Uh, That is, uh, it currently has, a nothing above it but uh it is it seems to be like it's used for something what is that that doesn't look like an ssc mech certainly doesn't it's a horus model skip you would also note that there is no space where where you can't find any spot where the mech should open up for a pilot you just like right on the back of this thing (laughs) you in no that would be silly you do see at some point where you think there might have been an opening, you do see the what looks to be the workings, uh, like the inner work, like the an actual casket in place of where that pilot seat once was. Oh, that's so cool. How does how does an NHP come to acquire a Horace license? I'd assume the same way anyone else does. Well, I mean, how does anyone come to acquire one, though? They're just that good. Are they? Check your inbox for crazy things. Uh, Care kind of pipes up. One of my uh, people I used to fly with in the uh, in the Navy, he had some Horace licenses, but those were just they, whenever he he woke up one day and just had them, and you know they retro seemed to be retrograded for like ten thousand years. It's it's weird how you get Horace ones. I would not be surprised. Oh, that's why I'm so curious. It's, uh, there must be a fascinating story there. It's like you're just chosen for the license. Yeah. I sense that you are confused or uncomfortable. Impressed, mostly. Its name is Vision. Cool. Can you, like, or the the hands, can you, like, articulate with them, or are they just, like... They are working hands. Whoa. <laughs> That's really cool. Don't your hands work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it was curious. That's really cool, though. And I'll, I'll step away from the mech and, and go back with the rest of the group. Um, GM, I got a question for you. So, yeah. you know, to my knowledge, and we haven't really discussed this much, but I don't think... I don't think Travis has come across a NHP that's this complex, built for 
mech piloting can i do like some kind of check to see like hard points on the nhp's body or like weak points in the armor like like this is doing a, a threat assessment essentially like he's not like freaking out about it but he's he's like information gathering kind of deal i wouldn't say you need to check uh you would note that it seems to follow standard horus mech well, for the mech actual mech i'm, I'm talking about for roxy themselves uh you would guess that they follow the same protocols that most shackled NHPs do. Okay. Where, you know, they have a, a specification. They are based technically on another NHP um, because they're technically taken from that old one and then replicated into its own full one okay. and shackled. Uh, and you assume that whoever, wherever this came, like, you know, you assume it comes from the testing core, but whoever, whatever original NHP it was based off of probably is also another, you know, simulation in theory, based uh nhp about combat and combat effectiveness and things of that nature and then it's been fine-tuned to work with an actual just an actual mech okay so you would know that 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 seems to be what you would gather i wouldn't say you need to make a roll for it but because there are things there that you there isn't a way you would possibly know them based on what you do know and where you are as a as travis um so that is the conclusion that you come to with that just thinking about it so you also know that like Roxy's body itself is just a thing. The casket is what has the NHP in it. So yeah, yeah no, sorry. The player is a little is still a little new to Lancer. The character is not. <laughs> I, I was yeah, I was, I was trying. I, was, I guess I was trying to refer to um, their chassis as more of like the NHP themselves. But yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, cool. yeah. So the the casket is in the mech frame, the chassis. Yeah, and then there's a subaltern. Yeah, my home is there. <laughs> I didn't get to say it earlier, but with all the talk of uh, Horus licenses being weird and it's so creepy to get them in that, Olivia looks a little uncomfortable. But I really look forward to working with all of you and assessing your skills. Likewise. Is that, is that yeah. part of your purpose here? No, I just like to think about what other people do. Fair. And how they do it. I'm sure Balthazar would love to have an existential conversation about that. I mean, who wouldn't? See? Isn't that what life's all about? It would be very interesting to learn, like, how you think in comparison to how we think. I mean, I mean, honestly, we don't know how we think. To be fair, I don't either. I think that's a topic that's a bit beyond all of us, Skip. But you should never stop reaching, because in, uh... In grasping at the stars, you may yet come to understand that your feet are on the ground. Oh, there's a certain point where I'm not allowed to reach. Yep. You know, on that note, let's um, let's go do a mission, shall we? Hey. <laughs> right after Roxy says that for the first time, Winston looks a little more relaxed. Hey everybody, Fen here. Just want to give a quick thank you for helping us reach a thousand downloads uh, between the previous episode and this one. So as a way to express that gratitude, we're going to be doing a quick giveaway over on our Twitter. Um, so if you want to go over to twitter.com slash rtomnicron, um, that'll show you all of the, the rules, details, all that good stuff. Um, but we'll be giving away a Lancer Core rulebook, um, some RTO stickers, and an RTO pin. Um, we're doing those in kind of some bundles. Uh, details, are, again, are over on the Twitter. So just a huge thank you for helping us reach 1,000 down, uh, downloads. 
it means the world to us. We were blown away by the support you guys have given us thus far. Um, and we absolutely look forward to the next a thousand or wherever this goes. So, um, yeah, just once again, thank you. And we'll get back to the episode now. You all make your way back to Evergreen. Um, trip back is pretty uneventful. Uh, Pegasus is loaded up on the second truck and then you all ride, uh, with the, uh, in the first one, um, along with some, some gear and parts and the subaltern from Roxy. We, we, we don't get to watch the Pegasus Junji Ito its way, uh, back home with us. No, it is not going to ginger eat you its way back home with you. It needs that nuclear reactor core power for other things later on down the road. <laughs> that seems excessive to just kind of just exorcist walk my way back. It's not. Is, isn't it just make walking for you? Um. <laughs> yes. Your your mech, uh, as well as your casket, are, are both put into uh, mech storage. We say mech storage. Uh, that is, there's like a almost like a semi-functioning uh, runway slash tarmac outside of the uh, Schedule Two printer, um, where there is currently six mechs already sitting there. Um, Five, six. You can't d de- you can't de make a mech. I mean, you can. And t- Tyler didn't take his with him. Oh, okay. Um, you have one that is a good, you know, story or so taller than the rest in this pink and blue almost like magenta almost purple and blue and the others have their own kind of uh signifying markers as well as colors uh that individualize each one of them from the others um and then there is yours joins as the shortest mech we are short but mighty you all have a, a day to to prep or do whatever so what do you want to do with this time uh skip is going to work on uh based on the information that he got from the baker is going to start working on the uh, sign, like drawing. Gotcha. Because why not? Mm-hmm. Roxy will start exploring all of the um, facilities in the space. So things like um, the sim training rooms or, you know, places where people sleep, um, the break room. You know, stuff like that. Just trying to get a sense of the space. I'll show Roxy around. Okay. I'd say so. Olivia and Roxy will go on a walkabout of Evergreen. Roxy will be showing all of the cool places, like the bottom of the well where you guys are currently staying, as well as the governor's farm, things of that nature um, for, for Balthazar and Winston. Um, Winston's going to double check all of the electronic countermeasures in his frame. And then he's going to check all the electronic countermeasures in Olivia's frame. And then he's going to text Olivia every 20 minutes because he's nervous. Um, and then he's going to check the uh, electronic countermeasures in Balthazar's frame. Like, he's going to go through and double check all of the electronic countermeasures in everybody's frames very carefully. Gotcha. Good, you nice. I, I'm glad to see you're thinking of that. I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to check with Flashpoint and see if there's any uptick in local traffic. Um, yes. Let's see if our uh, uninvited guest, our une- not not our unexpected guest, but the uninvited one. I know what you mean. I will then when we get, he gets done checking all the electronic countermeasures. Uh, call Megan and ask what he wants to do, what she wants to do about our Roxy's electronic countermeasures with the particular situation that's going on. Megan will 
kind of respond at a moment and she'll say uh, that she will get with you uh, as well as get with Roxy and make sure that Roxy's is up to date. Okay. It's not like you can hop in and do it. No, I can't. It's something we can fill Roxy, fill Roxy in on enough so that way if Roxy is aware and can ECM accordingly. Okay. So. Yeah. He's, Winston seems a little more on edge than his normal relaxed self, but he's very friendly to any locals. Like he's overly friendly if he's engaging with any locals to let them not make mm. them believe there's anything amiss and afoot. He's putting on his acting boots and his uh, celebrity status to be very chill. But he is hand checking everybody's electronic countermeasures. Gotcha. Um, Balthazar, you are looking to get with Flashpoint and find out if there's an update in any local uh, comms. Yeah, local comms, uh, and especially any uh, any signs from Beggar One or any more like old Union uh, com code or or anything like that. There is nothing like that. And in fact, all the, uh, a lot of the few channel, the channels that uh, Olivia has broken into have also kind of been quiet as of late. They say no news is good news, but in this case, I'm not so sure. I wonder if it's not, you know, you're, it's, it's a too quiet mentality. Exactly. There, this seems to me like there is news, just nobody knows it yet, and it's just a question of when we find out. Um, I suppose uh, we'll see if we can get you access to any more uh, intelligence resources. Perhaps you can keep compiling things. Uh, in the meantime, I, I made contact with someone who's putting together an old uh, Union database, so we might have some answers as to what happened here so long ago before too long that may have a clue as to who or what or why beggar one is right absolutely well hopefully we can find something more than just what has been sent on that uh that comcon <sighs> I, th I think the more we know uh and the, the sooner the better so Though we can. In the meantime, we have a new teammate, as I'm sure you're aware. Of course. I have, uh, I've been keeping an eye out. Seem to be standard on HP fair. I... Is that a note of pride I detect in you? It's a note of respect. Ah. Oh, good. Uh, I'm very curious to know what you think, but we can save that for another time. Absolutely. Um, Olivia, Roxy, you all have a, a walkabout. Um, is there anywhere specific you wish to take Roxy, Olivia? Or just show the, the general, like, here's this, here's that? Um, uh, is there any place they want to go specifically? I guess I can ask that, you know, Roxy, is there, is there any place you want to go? Anything you want to see first or? I would like to see the break room. The break room. Um, is there a break room at the hangar or is it like the tavern? There's, there's a, like a theoretical ready room, but there's not like a, a break break room. There's there's like the space that you guys use to prep for your first mission. Um, that's only a space that you guys know that you have like 
that is yours versus just engineers that also can share it with you. Um, and then the bottom of the well is kind of your, your R and R space. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll bring Roxy by that room first. And I'll, uh, yeah, but where we actually go to take breaks, where we relax and that is at the bottom of the well. I can, I can show you that. That's where we're staying as well. At the bottom of the well? Yes, it is an unfortunate name uh, for the local the local bar. Oh, I thought they put you in the bottom of the well. That that would not be nearly as fun. No, this place is a bit more hospitable than uh, than the bottom of an actual well. Um, come on, I'll I'll show you. Yeah, Roxy will continue to follow. Uh, maybe. I, I know that Olivia is short, and I feel like Roxy is like way taller as a subaltern, like, and so we have like this digigrade robot just like slightly looming over, maybe a little lean like a Velociraptor kind of over Olivia, following. I get very K two S O vibes from <laughs> Rogue One, uh, yeah. in terms of like at least size wise of the disparity between Olivia and. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Very tall, almost as tall as the actual mech, probably. Like, uh, probably a little bit shorter. I would say big loom. Yeah, still looming. Yeah, Olivia's used to it. She's shorter than everybody. <laughs> but now you have a, a robot Velociraptor behind you. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't seem to phase her. Uh, she just. Leads you the quickest route to the bottom of the wall, kind of pointing stuff out as we go. Um, talking about the sniper that used to be um, kind of pinning down this cross section of the road and stuff like that. Roxy, you can see as you're walking through this area, there are multiple score marks where you can see probably what was a high powered rifle putting, like, you know, gouging out pieces of corners as well as sides of walls. And, uh, like, you can see a couple bullet holes, and they're not small. Like, these might have been shot from a frame size, or they're just a high-powered rifle, one of the two. I did read through some reports before I arrived. It seems like you you guys are doing a very good job. This specifically was the militia, but they took care of that while we were uh, helping the engineers to the landing pole. But we're doing the best we can. Do you enjoy being here? Um, it's it's been nice the last few months. Um, we weren't supposed to be here. We were supposed to be somewhere else. We're not supposed to be on the front lines. We're not technically trained for that. I mean, we are trained for this, but not trained with the expectation that we would be here. Do you need additional training? I I think at this point we're kind of learning in the field. That's probably the best way to learn. It can be. Uh, some of us are getting there quicker than others. We've had a few issues with mechs being destroyed in the field. Um, mm, that sounds very expensive. Yeah. Um, but they sent a PR team to the front line, so, I mean, they... This is partially their fault on the cost. We're doing the best we can. Well, 
Before you know it, you guys will all be very, very combat effective. And then everybody will be afraid of you. I I don't know if we want people to be afraid of us, but... Yeah, hopefully we can keep everyone safe. Keep everyone together. Make sure we get off this planet, eventually. Is this coffee? And... Roxy will point towards uh, a mug of the dark of dark liquid if we're at the tavern just pointing towards it. Um it looks like it, yeah. And then we'll walk over to try and grab the cup. Subalterns have enough dexterity in their 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 hands and fingers that you can pick up the cup. Do I look like I'm part of the team now? Yes. Uh the team member that you were temporarily replacing uh, had a fondness, you could say, for coffee. Uh, so you you fit right in. Welcome I to the team. I will hold more coffee mugs. Okay. I think that'll help. I know some of the other team members are a little nervous having you around. We've not had interaction with many NHPs that pilot mechs, but they'll get used to you. To also clarify, that's not a common thing throughout the world of of Lancer. Um, this is uh, what would be considered new technology or un, untested technology as well. Probably so, pretty uncommon to have as many NHPs in the space too, yeah. as there are right now. Three, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Having three, uh, it it three is a, is starting to get up there. And I look forward to working with you. I look forward to working with you as well. We could we could use the help, especially if you're, you know, half as talented as Tyler is. I should be. I kind of trained them. Well, I think that's a good sign then. Um, but come on, there's there's more of the city to see. Oh, um, here. And Roxy will place the mug back on the bar because obviously it was somebody else's. <laughs> and then walk the, away. The militia member who has been like in the middle of eating food and having a conversation just kind of looks up and goes, oh, th- 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 what? <laughs> Seeing this seven foot tall, you know, subaltern placing down his, his coffee cup. Just kind of, oh, uh, th- th- thanks. And then kind of looks at it, you know, doesn't see anything wrong with it and takes a sip. So that's all I got. <laughs> just a good old thumbs up to, uh, the evening, yeah, the day kind of passes on. Um, Roxy, I do need a roll from you. But why for? Uh, Nothing bad has happened. I know. Um, it is it is a d20 plus an accuracy. Um, plus one for your grit. Um, as well as I would say plus. Two to stay cool from your skill triggers. So it's D20 plus D6 plus four. Okay. So that is a, oh, that is a seven plus five. So that's 12 plus four is a number, 16. 16. Okay, cool. You are successful based on this system in terms of narrative things and using skills uh, or as well as using grit rolls is what they're, they're usually called. Um, 
is pretty simple. It's you get over over ten, you succeed. You get over twenty, you crit. You get under ten, you lose. Pretty simple. Got it. So, I did see uh, that ten was ten is my is my goal number. I got yes, that part. Yep. Uh, in terms of specifically in terms of grit rolls. Got it. Um, unless they're opposed, and then it's just whoever gets higher. Um, which isn't so good. Is sixteen like good in this 16 case? Sixteen does. Sixteen does succeed. It is good. Um, you are are sent a message from two sources. Uh, as a NHP, you you receive a handshake from Flashpoint, um, who who wishes to interact, and then you also receive a a wall of text which is immediately flagged by Flashpoint um, as it's as it's on its way to you. And Flashpoint, after the handshake, kind of goes, don't touch that. And here I thought I was very popular. Oh, you are. But that's not the right person you want to be popular to. Not that in HP. Who is it? Whatever it is. I assume it to be an NHP at this point based on the kind of traffic it's having with patients as well as trying to be myself. Um, not good. I'll avoid any giant wall of text then. Please do. They seem like a tryhard. Hmm. They have. If you've read it, I can send you the, the screenshot if you haven't seen it already. It's not a good one. And it does some rampant things to subalterns and comp cons. Who knows what it'll do to pay an HP. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Are you telling me to block certain communications? On the regular, then? Yes. I would, you know, blanket protocol block stuff from beggar underscore one. Understood. No idea whose NHP it is, but it doesn't seem like a good one. And he'll, he'll forward you. It is a screenshot image of what you assume to be the same text file that was, or like, you know, message file that was being sent to you that got intercepted. Um... But it is it is that same message from from beggar one that was seen by the rest of our party earlier. You will see this uh, in that uh, that that picture file that is sent to you from that seems to be from that straight you know uh, smart scope uh, feed picture that J- uh, Balthazar took back in early spring. Um, and Flashpoint goes, yeah, no. I don't know how much they they will tell you, but don't interact. That NHP is not safe, or whatever it is. Understood. I will keep my distance. A wise decision. Flashpoint, by the way. Obviously. Yes, I have heard of you. You can call me Roxy. I mean, it sounds a little more easier to phrase if than R0X1, though communication-wise, they almost look the same. Well, um, some people find it too informal to refer to me as Roxy. Interesting. I, I mean, think it's too normal. To uh, human, one might say. Yes. That's fair. I mean, I'm flashpoint. I'm a two words smashed together. 
So. But you are also a spark in the darkness. I suppose so. Somebody's got to keep the lights on. Do you keep the lights on? No, patience does, but who knows, who knows how long that'll last because I don't... Traffic would seem to indicate that Beggar One has sent the same thing or something similar to Patience a while ago. Uh, Patience flagged it, but I don't know if Patience caught it in time. Where is Patience? Pa- Patience is at... Is their, sorry, their casket is at the farm. Um, they are the NHP that actually does all the administrative work here at Evergreen. Well, I hope patients can keep the lights on. Well, if not, I have a whole lot more to worry about than just robots and raiders. Lots of darkness. Yes. Which really isn't the worst thing for us. We're, we technically live in the dark, so... Mm, I do think that there is a darkness that we can be afraid of. It's very true. I will take care of my communications and my security. Thank you for letting me know. Absolutely. I apologize for not clarifying before you almost got messaged. It's okay. Next time you can be nicer. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Response Team Omnicron. Our special guest for late spring is Jesse Pillow, and our cast for this season is Anna Woten, First Strike, J.R. Zambrano, Paul Marchant, and Unity Marine. This podcast is story told, produced, and edited by Fettuccini, with additional marketing and content creation from Anna Woten, and combat narrative writing from J.R. Zambrano. Links to everyone I've just mentioned will be in the description. This podcast is recorded in Squadcast, edited in Adobe Audition with additional sound effects and music from Epidemic Sound. Once again, thank you very much for listening to Response Team Omnicron. We hope to hear from you very soon, so keep your eyes on the Omninet for the next episode.